This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Monday, January 8th, 2024. First time we've said that on a live. New Epstein documents reveal the extent of his involvement with Bill and Hillary Clinton. It is not good for our ruling elites. Obama in panic that Trump will beat Biden in 2024. And Obama is now scheduling scary lunches with Joe Biden. Like, Joe, hello, McFly, hello. He's gonna beat you. It's gonna be amazing. Seamus Burner joins the show to discuss the real Epstein client list. It's all coming out. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Did you have Christmas Eve dinner? We certainly have a big time tradition in my family. Christmas Eve dinner. Many people make a Christmas goose. I made Christmas goose one time. Now, if you're a goose farmer or something like that, please don't yell at me in the comments. I'm telling you that I did it. I'm telling you that my wife actually did it. And she made the the traditional Christmas goose and it stunk. Okay, I mean, it literally stunk. <laughs> we got a goose, we like brined it, and it stunk up the whole kitchen. There's a smelly bird. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. But what I'm saying is we do steaks. We do prime rib in my house for Christmas dinner, and that is exactly what we cooked. And ladies and gentlemen, we used our meat from Moink. That is what we use to cook our Christmas dinner. That's because Moink protects and buys from only American farmers. It is the best meat on the market that you can get. It is delicious. It is shipped directly to our doorstep and it is easy for me to use who has time to go to the grocery store. I certainly do not. Not around Christmas. I got three little kids. It's hard enough to grill because I have like one kid in each arm as your grill. It's probably very dangerous. I don't know. No, nothing bad has happened yet. But I'm telling you, no Christmas goose for us. Charles Dickens can keep it, baby. No Scrooge of this house. We had steak and prime rib, and it was delicious. Keep America farming by signing up for moinkbox.com slash Benny. Right now, listeners get free ground beef for a year. That's one year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste for a limited time. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Benny. Moinkbox.com slash Benny. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what. Something that we were also feasting on over the holiday season was all of the various revelations from Jeffrey Epstein's documents. Now, Jeffrey Epstein's documents uh, dropped last week. We were doing a number of big-time business meetings away from the studio last week. We probably would have been live if we were in the studio, but here we are, okay? We are going to cover all of the news and everything that we've learned, and we're going to start with a important clip uh, because now we've learned uh, quite a few things about our elites, but it should never have been shocking to anyone. It should not have been shocking to us. It should be morally repulsive. We are morally repulsed. Um, we believe that what has been revealed is just a small portion of what we're about to know. We had some big-time meetings with various um, various smart, wise, and in-the-know individuals over the break. We have some big things coming, certainly, uh, for you and for this audience, uh, and we're very, very excited about it. However, I asked 
many of the people, members of Congress and news personalities, like about Epstein. And here's what I heard consistently. Because these documents dropped last week, right? On Wednesday, I believe. And here's what I heard consistently during during my meetings and during my catch-up time with a number of people that I respect and, and trying to do my best to like get knowledge and information for the show. Um, everyone knew. Like Jeffrey Epstein was a was a known, was a known predator. Everyone went along with it. Everyone uh was not only in, okay with it, they were endorsing his actions for power. He was an untouchable. Now, you don't have to, like, you don't have to know all the depravity of the things that he did to, like, to, like, hate your elites and understand that they hate you back. That they'll do anything for power to rule over you. And they'll even brag about how they refuse to lock up a guy like Jeffrey Epstein, allow him to be a persecutor and predator of little girls. And... They were okay with it. In fact, one of the most famous and powerful women on earth, not Hillary Clinton, but Hillary Clinton adjacent, somebody who works in the Biden administration, the o, the o Biden administration right now as an ambassador, Cindy McCain, years ago, sat down for an interview and said something very telling about how the elites viewed Jeffrey Epstein. Can't believe that good old Christian Cindy McCain, remember, Republican, uh, rock-ribbed Republican, I'm a fighter, I'm John McCain. We're here, we're so noble, we're so honorable, we're such heroes. I never heard anyone identify themselves, never heard a family identify themselves as heroes more. You, you mean a real hero? We do a lot of work with um, Tunnels to Towers and some of the other some of the heroes in, in our community. Tunnels to Tower has an entire like veterans community that we've covered uh, just north of Tampa here. When you meet like a real hero, the major identifying factor is that they don't call themselves that, right? In war, police officers, firefighters, you know, cops, veterans, they don't call themselves heroes. Like the McCain's will never miss an opportunity to call themselves the hero, okay, of the story. But in fact, they were the villains. And this clip proves it. Watch. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. Everyone knew. We knew about it. Now, you could, you, I don't like the McCains. I certainly don't like the Bushes or the McCains. Um, but I can tell you this. They have a lot of power. You can argue that's wrong. I think it is. But over the last 20 years, it's hard to argue that like the McCains weren't, were not one of the most, if not arguably the most powerful political family in American culture. John McCain could have done something about Jeffrey Epstein. Yet here's his wife on tape being like, we didn't do nothing. We didn't do anything. We didn't, we didn't lift a finger. And why? Now, that's the question. They're probably because they're deeply immoral people. That's true, right? Obviously. Uh, but the, it gets much deeper than that as to who Jeffrey Epstein is and what he was doing. And now we are beginning to reveal in these documents exactly what the operation was with Jeffrey Epstein and why people like the McCains were so damn scared of him uh, 
I'm certainly not making any illusion as like John McCain being on the client list. John McCain, to my knowledge, hasn't been listed in any of these documents. But if you knew what Jeffrey Epstein was doing and you did nothing, well, then that makes you accessory to the crime, right? How do you possibly explain that to your children or grandchildren? What a despicable thing to know what this man was doing and then do nothing about it. In fact, the only person truly exonerated in all these documents and proven innocent beyond a shadow of doubt is Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the only member of the elites, the only member of the elites that decided to do something about Jeffrey Epstein and ended up getting him prosecuted. Jeffrey Epstein caught a case in 2008 for sex trafficking uh, and and, and inappropriate uh, sexual relations with a minor and then was uh, listed as a sex predator for the rest of his life, right? Those, those charges don't go away. You're not able to expunge those things. You're a sex predator, right? But him becoming a sex predator suddenly made people like Bill Clinton want to hang out with him more. And Bill Gates wants to hang out with him more. Bill Gates destroyed his 30-year marriage because of his obsession with hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. What the hell, man? It's darker, more demonic, more evil forces at play. Here's a photo of a dinner that we had this week. We we're very excited about it. Uh, this, uh, this, this, this great man has a bright career ahead of himself. I tell you, I'm not, this, this. I had a dinner with a guy who told me that the feds did January 6th, that UFOs are real, that Fauci created COVID, and that the CIA killed Kennedy. I'm like, man, you should have a show. <laughs> I uh, asked Tucker about Epstein and. Let me just tell you, let me tell you, there's more to come on this. There's a reason why this is all coming out now. There's more to come. So, there is either justice in this world, either these people will actually face justice, or perhaps there's something more pernicious at play, and they're using Je Jeffrey Epstein the way that they had always intended to use him, as blackmail against our elites, to force our elites to do what they want to do. And who's they? Well, the deep state, the permanent state the three-letter agencies and the intel agencies that ran Jeffrey Epstein. And now, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's now proven true, right? This is now demonstrably true. Fascinating conversation. Ah, amazing. Four-hour dinner with Tucker. So awesome. Megyn Kelly's also really, really spectacular um, uh, in the know person in the media sphere. And she said something that sent chills down the spines of everyone. Uh, watching, saying that we're going to hear soon from Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, baby, what does that mean? The same day, Tucker Carlson dropped an interview with Jeffrey Epstein's only brother, only surviving family member. Mark Epstein is his name. And Mark Epstein said that no, there's no information, like nobody's cooperating with him. There's no, no one will give him any information. It's the guy's brother, right? Like he should, he should be entitled to understand like how he died or the circumstances around his death. Nothing, nada, nothing. And Mark Epstein's powerful person, man. So what insurance policies have been created? People are terrified right now. Our elites are shook. And I don't know what this is. If, is, if this is a play to get Joe Biden to drop out, I'm not sure. I don't know. Megyn Kelly said that Jeffrey Epstein, we're not done hearing from him yet. There's something happening under the surface. I got to tell you, I've been hearing whispers about this for a while. Something happening under the surface. Megyn Kelly says, um, we're going to hear from Jeffrey Epstein soon. What does that mean? Watch. Fascinating. And we're not done with Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you that for a fact. I can't tell you how I know. 
But I can tell you for a fact, we're going to hear a lot more about Jeffrey Epstein in the coming year. Uh, and you may be even hearing from him directly. More on that as I'm allowed to tell you. I can tell you, I heard similar things from a couple of people over the break. So what does it mean? Who, like, who's, who's got what? What I heard is that copies were made of all of the tapes that were confiscated by our intelligence agencies. Why would our intelligence agencies go in and hoover up over 20,000 hard drives, CDs, and photographs from Jeffrey Epstein's estate? Remember when they raided his little island? Quick, get the boats! <laughs> That's okay. Run up to the island, grab everything. Why would they do that? It's a little odd. When a guy dies, when a guy commits suicide in jail, does the FBI and CIA immediately raid all of his houses and take everything? <laughs> no, no. What does it mean? Who are they trying to protect? Here's what I know. And here's the, here's what I'm willing to, here's what I'm willing to say without trying to, you know, give up things that were told to me in confidence. Um, Jeffrey Epstein has recordings. Those recordings were copied. Those are not, those recordings were tried to, were part of a capture and kill campaign, capture and kill send in the federal agencies to go capture these things and kill them because they implicate too many of Americans, uh, America's elites. So if you are able to prove that America has a pederast president and that our ruling class are such smut, such scum, that the Clintons are such scum, Mark Epstein said we wouldn't have had a 2016 election with Hillary Clinton on the ballot if people knew what she had done. Hillary Clinton now named in the Epstein docs. The establishment must protect itself. And so the reason why everything was raided, the reason why Jeffrey Epstein was killed in the first place was that he knew too much about the establishment. Jeffrey Epstein was already telling prosecutors he was willing to give up Clinton for leniency. So they killed him. You can't, it's not that they're super pro-Clinton. They are. It's that they're pro-establishment and Clinton's part of that establishment. And you can't have members of that establishment. Like as soon as Clinton goes down, and gets put in jail for sex crimes, which he which he belongs to be thrown in jail in Guantanamo Bay and throw away the key. Bill Clinton belongs in prison for the rest of his life for these crimes. Of course he does, obviously. Bill Clinton lying about it to this very day. I only had four trips on his plane. Dude, the manifests show you had 27 trips on his plane and you went to his island a bunch of times according to the victims. And you liked him young, according to Epstein himself. If Clinton goes down, then it is such a, that is like a pillar of the establishment, the American establishment. And so it destroys like all legitimacy for our ruling elites. They deserve to be destroyed. So they must protect Clinton at all costs. But Jeffrey Epstein was being run by foreign intelligence agencies. Jelaine Maxwell's father worked with Mossad, worked with MI6. These are, this is known, this is obvious and empirical. And so Jeffrey Epstein was being used in order to take down the American empire and the American elites. That's why he was so willing to offer up Clinton on a platter. That's what this was all about. In fact, the documents themselves 
I don't know if we have that exact. I don't know if we have that in the script. But the documents themselves say this was a blackmail operation. It's become the prosecutors laid it all out in a very succinct paragraph, saying this is a blackmail operation on the American elites. That's what Jeffrey Epstein was. Epstein's purpose in leading, in lending one of his victims to all these powerful men were to ingratiate himself with them for business, personal, political, financial gain, as well as to obtain blackmail information. Nobody knows where Jeffrey Epstein's millions come from. Just going, just off the top of my head, he has the most expensive house in New York, the most expensive house in London. He has uh, an entire ranch that's like the size of a county in New Mexico and a private island and a massive private jet. You can't be a billionaire and maintain all those things. Oh, he's a billionaire. Dude, I'm telling you, like, just the just the tax liabilities on these things alone, you have to have funding from other sources. You have to have money from other people. You have to have money from other, like, you have to have money from the people who print the money to maintain a lifestyle like that. So where's the money come from? Who was running this guy? Like, a, like, like, nation states are the kind of people that can maintain those kind of assets. So nation states were running Jeffrey Epstein and they were running him in order to imperil and to gain power over our political class. And our political class was like horny like a dog. Even Stephen Hawking rolling up to Epstein Island. Stephen Hawking. Man, I mean, there's such degenerates. Even deeper and it's the last thing I'll say because I've, we've been we've been waiting to like talk about this for a long time on the show. Last thing I'll say on this is the point that Alex Jones made in an interview right before the holiday break that he did with us. Christmas with Alex Jones. That's something I want to do some someday. I want to find out what 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 is Alex Jones like on on Christmas morning. I'd love to do that. Royce, put Rolls Royce, put that down as a as a, a special that we should do. <laughs> Uh, give Alex Jones a gay frog for Christmas. So here's, here's the point that Alex Jones made. It's not that these people were being tricked into this. They wanted to engage in these crimes because they wanted a trust barrier between them and their fellow elites. They wanted to do these crimes because they wanted to prove that they were part of the club. It was, enjoy it was enjoyable for them. It was a rite of passage. And if they could, and by they, I mean Kevin Kevin uh, uh, Spacey, get me the list of like some of the people implicated in this, David Copperfield, Michael Jackson, various senators, members of Congress, heads of state, Ehud Barak, he was in charge of Israel for a number of times, like a number of elections, uh, Prince Andrew, the royal family. So you have presidents, you have prime ministers, you have royal family members, you have the biggest movie stars and the biggest film stars and the biggest recording artists all part of this cabal, and along with Bill Gates, some of the richest men in the world, like this was truly your oligarchy. And what they were doing is they were proving to themselves, according to Alex Jones, that they were all part of that club. They would commit these heinous acts in order to be part of that club and in order to prove fealty to one another. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And that's how the operation worked, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what we're learning. That's what we're learning. How scared are the Clintons about this? Some of the names on the some of the names on the screen right now. These are people that are listed in the documents. Of course, the documents are from a lawsuit. These, this isn't Jeffrey Epstein's black book of clients. I don't want to get that sideways. This is a, these are documents from a lawsuit uh, from the Epstein victims that was settled out of court, never went to trial. And this is what the Epstein victims were naming inside of the documents are these stories from the Epstein victims themselves. So what do they say? What do they say about Bill Clinton? Well, Virginia Roberts, who is the lead victim in this lawsuit, but there are others. Virginia Roberts said that Bill Clinton was so terrified that this information was going to come out that Bill Clinton marched into the news offices of Vanity Fair and demanded that they not publish the story. Along with retelling that Bill Clinton liked them young, referring to women. Where's that quote attributed to? Jeffrey Epstein himself. Weird how that's not the number one story in the world. Weird how Bill Clinton's out of the country hiding in Mexico right now. Isn't that strange? Clintons have made no comments, no statements about this. Very strange. You, I mean, man, holy smokes. You'd think if they, they had something like that on Trump, some video of Donald Trump on a bus. From NBC on a hot mic, man, you'd think that'd be headline news. Everyone knows that commentary. Everyone's zip. Shows you the protection racket. Shows you the club is real. These people are monsters. Watch. Um, uh, Bill Clinton's office maintains he, know, he knows nothing about Jeffrey Epstein and his crimes. But in these are depositions and in, in, in these depositions, for example, I believe this one is from uh, Virginia Jeffrey. Um, he, she was asked, did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? And she says, Jeffrey said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. There's also the speculation that Bill Clinton went to Vanity Fair to try to squash an article that was going to come out about Jeffrey Epstein. You also have some of these logs that have come out on flights showing, documenting that Bill Clinton was often flying with Jeffrey Epstein. So these these denials are coming in a little thin. So did Jeffrey Epstein march into a newsroom to have a story killed about himself being a predator? Well, we don't need to listen. We should, but we don't need to listen to these court documents or these victims to know that. We have the tape. We have the footage of Bill Clinton actually doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, off camera, Amy Rohrbach, who is the one of the top reporters at ABC News, sat back in her chair and fumed and raged that years ago, she had all the documents and all the victims and Clinton and everyone locked in and lined up. And yet ABC News, a organ of our superstate in this country and an organ of the intelligence agencies, killed the story. Why would they protect a pedophile? Why would they protect 
a predator? What a question. Watch. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will say, oh, that we that also quashed the story. Yeah. And then um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations that I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, aunt, like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And had it all three years ago. What you've seen from our corporate press is an attempt to both sides, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, to say they're both named in the documents. Yes, but not all namings are equal. Yes, Donald Trump is named in the documents because in the early 2000s, before Jeffrey Epstein's conviction, Jeffrey Epstein, his job was to wormhole his way into elite circles. Donald Trump is an elite. But all elites are not created equally. Bill Clinton not only ran to the media to protect his friend, Jeffrey Epstein, and bully them into not publishing these stories, Bill Clinton also traveled on his plane and lies to a, lies about it to this very day. We have the flight logs. Do we have the flight logs? Pop them up on screen when we got them. We have the flight logs showing Bill Clinton on the plane 26 times. We have the flight logs showing that Bill Clinton ditched his Secret Service multiple times. We have the actual allegations from the victims saying that Bill Clinton liked him young. We also have one of the victims saying that Bill Clinton traveled to Little St. James, Jeffrey Epstein's private island in the Bahamas, and had dinner with two underage 17-year-old girls. So here are directly the flight logs. We'll, we'll do our, like, it's not even... It's not even worth making wild speculation. You might as well just show people, right? So here you go. Here's the flight logs. There's President William Jefferson Clinton there. 27 different times Bill Clinton flew on this jet. Bill Clinton and his office maintained it was only four. And it was only to go build wells in Africa, you see. Hmm. Why is the uh, Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton Foundation, why was the founding member Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein helped set up these organizations. Some of these, like the Clinton Foundation, is of course, an evil money laundering operation. Look at what they've done to the nation of Haiti. I mean, these people are evil. They're traffickers. They use this organization for banal purposes, malevolent purposes. And it's also, of course, a money pot for the Clintons to reach into and grab multi-millions whenever they need them. This organization is also in Little Rock. Which has, a, which has a district attorney who is a hard right-wing magazine. Why the hell hasn't that district attorney looked into this organization? Good question. We'll keep asking. 
We had Sarah Sanders on last year. We'll keep asking. Why hasn't the um, why hasn't why hasn't the district attorneys in Arkansas grown up a pair of balls and said, okay, we're going to start looking into the Clinton Foundation? You know, this is our jurisdiction. It's right here. Now that's that that's real investigative journalism. A reminder that they killed the story on ABC. The same producer who was in charge at ABC went on to produce the January 6th hearings. Just in case you're wondering how this elite um, tapeworm works. Exactly how it just goes back and forth from corporate media to Democrat apparatchik party to protection of the super state. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. How evil this like despicable tapeworm is that is like trapped in the inside of the bowels of this country. How much it is it has truly uh, writhed and wriggled its way into every institution. They were able to kill this Epstein story, and then they were able to kill Jeffrey Epstein. But by killing him, you actually made him almost a martyr by the deep state. Jeffrey Epstein's an evil person. Belongs, he should deserves to burn in hell. But he has deserved to take a lot more people with him. The problem I have is not that Jeffrey Epstein's burning in hell, although Megyn Kelly said that he may be alive. So who knows? Who knows, Megyn Kelly? Hey, maybe alive. All right, let's go. I'm here for that interview. Bring down the whole diseased church upon their head, please, Jeffrey, if you're still around. It's not that he's burning in hell. It's that he deserved to take a lot of people with him. And that's why they killed him. But by killing him, you martyred him in a, in a weird, sick way, right? Probably not the right use of that term, Lord, forgive me, but you've you've created such mystery and such questions around his death. How do you hang yourself from a four foot tall bunk? How do you hang yourself with a noose that's perfectly tied? Why was there no blood on the noose? How do you break three bones in your own jaw? That's not physically possible. How do you fracture your jaw three times by hanging yourself? That seems strange. I don't think you I don't think you can do that. And that leads to questions like this. This is the only time we have on camera Hillary Clinton being asked about her husband flying on the Lolita Express. Now, this would be a question that if Donald Trump had done these things, Donald Trump gets asked four, five, 20 times a day. Why did you fly in Jeffrey Epstein's plane to his island? Why do you lie about it to this very day? We have the manifest. But ladies and gentlemen, um, for some reason, Hillary Clinton never gets asked that. She has a lot of interviews, never gets asked about Epstein. There's a guy named Alex Rosen who goes around and, and, and like entraps and captures predators all around the country. I don't know, Alex, but that's great. That's good work. Good for you. Hillary Clinton was speaking at an event in Houston, and Alex Rosen decided to scream at her, it's as close as he could get, to attend the event and to say, why did your husband fly on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 26 times? Now, ask yourself. This is, this is an important question. Ask yourself, like. Does this reaction by the security guards to him asking this question, is this a measured response? Is this an equal response to asking Hillary Clinton, a public official, a question about a thing that did happen? It's almost like he asked the wrong question. It's almost like Alex was over the target. Watch. Then you want somebody who's going to get up every day. Hey, Hillary, why'd your husband miss Epstein Island 26 times?
Okay, so shorter clip for the show. My my fault, I should have asked for the full video. What happens then is he's swarmed by about a dozen cops. They rip his shirt and they drag him out. Like probably like 250, 300 feet. They drag this massive man. He's a big dude. Never met him, but he's like a big dude. You, they drag him. You've never seen anyone treated like this. At a Trump rally or a protester, it's always like, okay, sir, come on, let's go to the back of the room. You've never seen anything like it. They like a straight up assault the guy for asking that question. It's that specific question that he wasn't allowed to ask. Bill Clinton was asked once, just one time, about Jeffrey Epstein in a, like a, a very polite way. Some little kid went up and was like, what do you think about Jeffrey Epstein? Ooh, baby. The way Bill Clinton responds. Watch. Any comments on the alleged uh, allegation of your connection uh, with Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, baby, look at that look back at that Clinton look. That look, ooh, baby, if you get that look, you're going to find yourself, well, looking like Alex Rosen here. That's what Alex Rosen looked like. This is the end of that clip. You can find it all over our social media. We've covered this before. Very brave man to ask Hillary Clinton about her husband. Look what they did to him. Have you ever seen a BLM protester treated like this? Have you ever seen like, there's a, there's a purple and pink haired lunatic that scream at Donald Trump rallies, like every rally, multiples of them. Have you ever seen them dragged out by their clothing, their clothing ripped off them? I mean, whew, trust me, you don't want to see that. But nonetheless, nope. Alex Rosen asked the wrong question. Jeffrey Epstein offered up the wrong guy for leniency. Jeffrey Epstein offered up Bill Clinton. Now, Jeffrey Epstein, you'd assume, since Jeffrey Epstein, follow, follow me here on this thought train, since, since Donald Trump was president when Jeffrey Epstein was finally taken into custody and the DOJ finally started to move on Epstein, amazing how he was able to do whatever the F he wanted for 20 years, a convicted predator, for 20 years, he was able to do, to get away with murder, he was able to get away with like maybe worse than murder, right? You do this kind of stuff for these poor girls, like you're ruining their souls forever. I mean, you're just destroying these people. I mean, it's hard to think of a worse sin, a worse crime. It's awful. Jeffrey Abelson was able to like get away with it. Cindy McCain earlier in the show, Cindy McCain, can we play that clip one more time? Cindy McCain, we all knew what he was doing. We just didn't want to touch him. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. We were afraid of him too, me and my husband, John. There's one person who wasn't afraid of Jeffrey Epstein. And so that person's name is Donald Trump. And I want to spend like a moment here to like destroy once and for all this whole both sidesism. Oh, Trump was named in the documents. Well, let's look into that, shall we? Let's look into the history of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. Donald Trump was the only person in the elite circles to call Jeffrey Epstein out for who he was from school from day one and from square one. And this is why they hate Donald Trump. I'm going to start off with the, let's start off with the conclusion right from the start, right at the top of the paper. Let's put the conclusion up there. Here's our conclusions to our findings. 
because Donald Trump was not a pederast, because Donald Trump was not involved in any of these crimes, because Donald Trump kicked Jeffrey Epstein out of his clubs and said he wanted nothing to do with him, and then prosecuted Jeffrey Epstein under his administration, that's why they hate Trump. Remember, the stuff that Jeffrey Epstein was doing was part of the elites to say, you you and me, we have something on each other. We're in the same club now. They enjoyed doing it because it was access to elite, it was access to elite circles. You are not part of the club unless you do these horrible things. Donald Trump didn't do those horrible things. Therefore, Donald Trump couldn't be trusted by the rest of these scumbags. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why they hate Trump most of all. I mean, this is like the personification, the distillation of why they hate Trump. Donald Trump refused to let Jeffrey Epstein on any of his property. After Donald Trump got wise to who Jeffrey Epstein was, Donald Trump banned him from his properties. Watch. Uh, He socialized for many years with Epstein. You know, they're both New Yorkers. Logs do show, those same plane logs show that the former president did fly on Epstein's plane to Palm Beach and to Washington, D.C. Once he did it with uh, then-wife Marla and this Tiffany, when she was seven months old and a nanny, Mr. Trump has said he cut Epstein off completely. Uh, in 2019, he said he didn't care for him and hadn't spoken to him in 15 years. And the reports say that the former president kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago because Epstein tried to hit on a teenage daughter of a club member. Uh, all of that before Epstein faced charges. Why did Epstein face charges? Who's the only person that actually worked to get Epstein charged? Well, for the answer to that question, we got to go back to the the lawyer for the victims in the first trial of Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein caught a case in 2008 where he became a convicted. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Sex Predator. The lawyer who successfully brought those charges against Epstein used one man to try and help him pin Jeffrey Epstein in a jail cell. Who was that man? Go. Your opinion as a lawyer and your experience, is there anything you can say as to the validity of those claims or whether or not there will be any, you know, any more about that? Nothing at all. The only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who, in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people, or at least gave notice to some pretty uh, connected people that I was going, that I wanted to talk to them, he is the only person who picked up the phone and said, let's just talk, I'll give you as much time as you want, I'll tell you what you need to know, and was very helpful in the information that he gave, and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in anything untoward whatsoever, but had good information that checked out and that helped us and that we didn't have to take a a, a deposition of him. That was in 2009. That was in 2009. The one guy in the elite circles that said, oh yeah, pedophilia is wrong. Oh wow, being a sex predator is evil. I shouldn't do that. Now you wonder why they jump on Donald Trump for for any type of uh, quotations or misgivings about his personal life. 
You wonder why they're so quick to ravenously jump on those things and to claim the high ground while they themselves are the predator protectors and maybe the predator's best clients. Because why would you give up your dealer? If you know what I mean. That same lawyer said, Bill Clinton didn't help me. Bill Clinton didn't give me anything. Clinton didn't lift a finger to help with the prosecution of Epstein. Watch. He was in Jeffrey Epstein's presence and even more so in Ghislaine Maxwell's presence many, many times on numerous occasions, including on occasions when others who were victimized by Jeffrey Epstein were there. He has a lot of information. If uh, we've invited him to speak to us, the fact that he's been less than helpful is troubling to me, who has only been trying to fight for the victims and survivors and get real answers. Waters World spoke to a source close to Epstein's pilot and said Bill rides on Epstein's jet were kind of kinky. Bill Clinton uh, was on those flights. Numerous times. And and these why these girls were dressed that he would describe them as candy stripers. And um, so serving, you're saying, you know, you're they saying had to serve. on the flights that Bill Clinton was on with Jeffrey Epstein, the stewardess or stewardesses, many of them were underage, were dressed as candy stripers. Correct. And there were beds times, in the back of the plane. Beds, bedroom. Yes. Oh, so sexualized, sexualized stewardesses dressed in uh, 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 fetish outfits. Let's call them what they are, fetish outfits, and beds in the back of the plane. And Bill Clinton was on that plane day and night. Bill Clinton was on that plane. Thankfully, the right is starting to grow a pair. Uh, Interestingly enough, this is going to be Trump's female lawyer, Alina Haba who was on a podcast a few days ago saying what is true, saying and paraphrasing Jeffrey Epstein, if Bill Clinton is into young girls and into young people, then he himself is a pederast. Finally, the right is just straight up calling, like they were trying to put this man back in the White House. Were it not for Donald Trump, this man would be in the White House right now, arguably, right now. Bill Clinton would be back in the White House. Here's Trump, Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, uh, calling a spade a spade. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy person. I'm not. But I'm not a stupid person. And I know that man can't run the country. And I know when Epstein's list comes out and one name's blacked out and Bill Clinton's been doing, you know, was we saw it yesterday. He likes right? to be young. He likes too, them huh? young. What? Why are they not in jail? <laughs> You're a pedophile. That's called a pedophile. Yep. So I'm not sure if we have it here in the we have the Bill Clinton likes them young part. But what I really want is to talk through what one of the victims said Bill Clinton did on Little St. James. Because I want you to see everyone's been sharing this, but there's something far worse in these documents. Now, there's thousands and thousands of pages of documents. Many of them, and it's just worth showing, say, you know, here's what they say about Donald Trump. Here's Donald Trump's only mention. Do you know Donald Trump? They asked one of the victims. Nope. Have you ever met Donald Trump? Nope. Did you ever give him one of these erotic massages? Nope. Exonerated, innocent, exonerated, innocent. Lawyer who put Jeffrey Epstein away the first time before the elites and the feds let him out again 
to continue to abuse. Great question. Why we, He was already in federal lockup as a sex predator. Why would you let him out? Ladies and gentlemen, um, the lawyer said Donald Trump's the only guy who helped me. Clinton did nothing. Clinton wouldn't even answer our calls. Hillary Clinton's listed as a witness. Finally, Hillary Clinton pops up inside of these uh, inside of these documents. Hillary Clinton is mentioned uh, as somebody who is a uh, witness because she knows Jeffrey Epstein so well. So finally, Hillary Clinton is starting to be brought into the fray here, and we're all for it. Uh, here's what the documents say: uh, they list Hillary Clinton. Uh, they demand all of the communications about Jeffrey Epstein from Hillary Clinton. That's going to be fascinating. Uh, did they ever? Did they ever get? Did they ever get these documents? Nope, they didn't. They were able to hide and obscure to this very day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, the production team. We sort of go, we sort of, sort of like flow on the show. The production team is furiously looking for this. I'll tell you, ALX, it's the, it's the story. Mario Nafal had it. Um, it's, the, it's the story of all of, the, of Bill Clinton flying to Little St. James on a helicopter with Jelaine Maxwell and having dinner with two underage girls. And one of the victims, they were saying, well, I was there for Jeffrey. Those two little girls were... Those two little girls, well, maybe that, maybe that's it. If that's it, then let's pop it up on screen. Those two little girls were there for Bill. So multiple times in multiple times in these documents, Jeffrey, uh, Bill Clinton, who says he's never been to the island, the victims are like, yeah, he was at the island. I saw him at the island. I was there with him. With little girl. Now, nobody knows what happened with those. Nobody knows what happened. The victims get like taken away into their rooms, right? And then and then they don't have eyes on, on Bill Clinton. So whatever Bill Clinton does happens next. And who has that information? The feds, the federal government, because they raided Jeffrey Epstein's island. They took all of his security camera footage. Presumably there's footage of this. There's probably cameras everywhere. The entire island was a honeypot. And the feds have all this information on Clinton. And that's how they control the Clintons arguably the most powerful political family living in America today. Arguably, the Bushes, the Obamas, arguably the most powerful political family. So if you can control the most powerful people, who's in control? You are. The super state. They don't have this footage. So I, I want to make it very clear here. When Bill Clinton's office says he's never been to the island and he only flew four times on the jet, he's lying. The evidence shows he's lying. Bill Clinton lies, not a headline but it's true. And so once again, Donald Trump fully exonerated. The only mentions of Donald Trump was, I never saw him. The only mentions of Donald Trump in the documents are the, the questioners of the victims saying Donald Trump's name, not the victims saying Donald Trump's name. And then the victims saying Bill Clinton's name over a hundred times in the documents, Bill Clinton's names are found. Bill Clinton hunting down reporters, threatening them, threatening journalists, flexing and using, muscling in to try and stop reports coming out about him. And man, let's put this up one more time. Let's put this up one more time as it pertains as it pertains to what the operation was. The victims, this is directly, this is the conclusion of the documents. The victims 
were trafficked to prominent American politicians, business executives, foreign presidents, and a well-known prime minister, that would be the prime minister of Israel, and other leaders for blackmail information. For Jeffrey Epstein to ingratiate himself to obtain blackmail information, there it is in black and white. And so why was Jeffrey Epstein killed? Jeffrey Epstein would have been able to bring down the entire American empire based on the sickness, depravity, and despicable, satanic uh, actions of our leaders because he had the goods on them. That's what the whole Bill Clinton pointing oil painting is all about. Bill Clinton pointing oil painting. It was a blackmail operation run by foreign governments or maybe even our own government. I'm not exactly sure. That is a great question. Who was Jeffrey Epstein working for? We know the people who didn't want to have this information made public. FBI is demanded to release hundreds of missing Epstein documents, including tapes, CDs, passports, and pictures raided from his $51 million New York townhouse. Where are the documents? You can look through in this article, you can look through and see like the enormous caches of information that our federal agencies have on Epstein. File, how, what are on those CDs? What's on that? You know exactly what's on that. When Bill Clinton's on the island with, according to the victims, multiple underage girls, you know exactly what's on those documents. You know exactly what's in there. This is what the FBI has. The feds immediately raid this man's, not only, not only, look at this, look at all those tapes. Look at all those tapes. Apparently there are copies of those tapes made. I want this entire diseased system to come crashing down. This is why we do interviews like the one we did uh, late last year with a member of Congress named Tim Burchett. Tim Burchett uh, is, a member of, is, is a member of Congress from Tennessee. And he said, listen, man, there are blackmail operations that are currently ongoing on Capitol Hill. This is how it works. This is a clip made a ton. This clip made international news. These people haven't stopped these operations. Perhaps they've gotten a little more sophisticated. They're currently ongoing. This is how your government operates. The, it, the, the, the moment of clarity and the moment of true enlightenment is when you understand that your government and all centralized governments are criminal cartels. Tim Burchette telling us exactly how it works. Watch. Um, you mentioned recently in an interview that there may be some members of Congress who are personally compromised by this oh. and they don't want the truth to get out. Can you expound on that? Yeah, 100 percent. You got powerful people and they write the big check. You know, the old honeypot, the Russians do that. And I'm sure members of Congress have been caught up. Why in the world would, would good conservatives vote for crazy stuff like the, what we've been seeing out of Congress? It's how it works. You're visiting, you're out of the country or out of town or you're in a motel or bar at, in D.C. And some whatever you're you're into, women or men or whatever, comes up and they're very attractive and they're laughing at your jokes and, and, they, and you're buying them a drink. Next thing you know, you're in the motel room with them naked. And next thing you know, you know, you're about to make a key vote. And what happens? Some well-dressed person comes up and whispers in your ear, hey, man. There's tapes out on you. Were you in a motel room on whatever with whoever? And then you're like, uh-oh, and said, 
you really ought not be voting for this thing. The truth shall set you free. I don't like covering these stories. Uh, it makes my soul sickened. I am a simple Christian. I don't claim to be a moral man or a particularly good man. I'm a simple Christian who is in desperate need of salvation uh, by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Stories like these make me feel dirty. I don't like them, and I don't like covering them. But sunlight is the greatest disinfectant, and when it exposes how these people operate, and if it can cause pain to these individuals who have done such wicked things on this earth, then perhaps we will get an inch closer to true justice on this earth for them. Now, justice on this earth, if you read the Gospels, it's certainly not guaranteed. In fact, it's um, the exception to the rule. But boy, it sure is nice when you get a little bit of justice. It sure would be nice to see a case reopened on Bill Clinton. It sure would be nice to have a justice department run by the next administration say, hey, we're going to actually investigate what the Clintons did with Jeffrey Epstein. We're going to go through these tapes. We're going to go through these victims. And we're going to make the Clintons answer questions. Hot damn. Do you want that in the world? I want that in the world. We're going to actually interview the powerful. And these are things that don't have a political stripe. Okay. If there was a Republican or somebody that I cheer for right on my team or someone who's ideologically aligned with me doing this kind of stuff, then they should burn in hell too, to be quite honest with you. Um, these are the kind of things. I mean, Christ himself says, if you harm the hair on one of these little children, it'd be better for a giant stone to be tied around your neck for you to be chucked into the ocean. There's bad things that await people that harm children in this life. It's, I mean, arguably the most, some of the most brutal things said by Christ on this earth are about people who harm children. And so if you're among that group, then the best that I can do as a simple Christian is to try and expose you, to talk about it, to bring sunlight to it, and to give some measure of scrutiny to this. For some reason, Jeffrey Epstein, the most prolific and powerful pederast on planet Earth, saying that Bill Clinton likes young women and then bringing Bill Clinton young women that we know and Bill Clinton lying about all of it. Somehow, that's not the number one story in the country. So with, to the best of our abilities, to the best of our uh, resources at this company to report and to speak. And as I said, we've been doing an enormous amount of work uh, building out uh, a the capacity to do some some real in-depth reporting here. Um, we are going to chase this down. We are going to bring bring light to this issue. It's actually our obligation as simple Christians. It's our obligation to go after these people who harm children. And that's that's the core and the nexus of what, what we're doing. And that is why we will spend the entire show on this topic. And that's why we'll, well, we'll, we'll talk about it forever. We'll try and get justice in this world. That is sweet when evil people face justice, even in this sunken place. They'll face justice one way or another, ladies and gentlemen. That you can believe. Believe that. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a uh, man 
who's been doing an enormous amount of research on this. Now, I would not consider myself a researcher, PhD, uh, but there is absolutely a man who has done the definitive research. I actually written the book on this subject. His name is Seamus Bruner. He is the director of research at the Government Accountability Institute, and he just published his new book, Controligarchs, all about the American elites and the secrets that they hide. Seamus joins the program now. Seamus, uh, welcome to the show and um, happy new year. Wow, Benny, that was an epic uh, beginning to your show. Loved it. God bless you for covering this important issue. This is some serious stuff. Happy New Year. Glad to be with you. Everybody, I'm sure, is glad you're back. And uh, thank you for having me. So you have written this book. I actually have a copy in, 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 my, in my home brought to me by a mutual friend of ours, Kurt. And uh, it is fascinating. You do a very authoritative deep dive into the oligarchy that runs this nation and an oligarchy that is utterly uh, 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 caught up in a scandal right now that they are so desperately trying to capture, kill, suffocate, and destroy, this Epstein scandal. But you dive a lot farther into it, saying that there are lists that exist. We haven't even scratched the surface here. Can you expound? Sure. So uh, for those who don't know me, I work with a gentleman, Peter Schweitzer. We did books like Clinton Cash and Secret Empires, exposing the Clintons, the Bidens. I did a book, Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. And our motto is to follow the money. And so for the Clintons, we followed it to the Clinton Foundation. To the Bidens, we followed it to Burisma and to the China energy deals. Uh, for the compromised book, I followed the money to the top of the FBI and James Comey, Robert Mueller. And for this book, Controligarchs decided to follow it even further all the way to the top. A lot of us have this feeling that the politicians are really sort of puppets. I mean, a lot of people, you don't think that Joe Biden's making all the decisions and he's not. And so for this book, I followed it to Davos, to people like Bill Gates uh, and Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos. And naturally, there's uh, big ex Epstein connections to all of these people at mm. the top. Mm. So so where is the real Epstein list? And uh, like more importantly, uh, who's hiding this? As you, as you just detailed, you've gone really deep into the FBI. The FBI went really deep into capturing all of Jeffrey Epstein's assets and refused to even give those over, we found this out in some of the document drops, to the victims. Why would you, why would you hide that from the victims? Presumably, Jeffrey Epstein was, had information and videotape of the victims. You'd assume that they would, at the very least, have a right to that. Um, what's the FBI's culpability here? Total, total. The FBI is the number one place who can tell us who Jeffrey Epstein's clients are. They are the agency that has failed to prosecute. These are mm -hmm. man act violations, tra transporting, uh, especially underage women, but women of any kind for prostitution purposes across state lines, outside of the US to the island. The FBI knows everything. They have all the documents. They have all of the tapes, all of the blackmail tapes. I mean, we know that Jeffrey Epstein's properties were wired up like Christmas trees. And we know that the FBI raided those properties, stole those 
those tapes. You showed the, the photos before. There was a giant safe, like a vault that held all, all the blackmail materials. And so the FBI is in possession of all of that. Now, there's another agency, and I talk about this in the book, that has the uh, information on Epstein's clients. That would be the Treasury Department. Because mm. like I said, following the money is critical here for these Epstein crimes. H how did he get paid? Who paid him? How much did they pay him? Now, we know that he banked with a bank, J.P. Morgan, the largest bank, uh, most powerful bank in the United States, probably, uh, certainly up there. And so Jeffrey Epstein was a client with J.P. Morgan for a long time, uh, over a decade, 16 years that he worked with J.P. Morgan. And J.P. Morgan facilitated the payments for the prostitution. We know that from court records. Now, uh, in 2022, uh, J.P. Morgan was sued by Jeffrey Epstein's victims. They said that the bank helped Jeffrey Epstein, uh, you know, facilitated the prostitution payments. Well, in order to avoid going to trial, J.P. Morgan just this past year in 2023 paid a massive settlement. I mean, they paid a combined $365 million settlement. That's a huge settlement to avoid going to trial. Now, why would they want to avoid going to trial? Because they facilitated a billion dollars worth of uh, payments that have been linked to, quote, human trafficking. And so we found out in the trial, they've turned over this information to the Treasury Department so that now we've got three people who we know for sure know who Jeffrey Epstein's clients are. That's the FBI, there, then there's the Treasury Department who got the J.P. Morgan bank transfers, and then J.P. Morgan knows who the clients are. And so J.P. Morgan needs to come clean on all of this, and they should uh, release the names of the clients who paid Jeffrey Epstein for trafficking. So where did the money come from? Like you, you just said a billion dollars facilitated to the trafficking of these young women that, that Epstein paid. How did Jeffrey Epstein become a billionaire? Where's this money coming from? This is like, again, as somebody who's as somebody who um, I'm certainly not a wealthy man, nor do I come from wealth. Uh, but, you know, there, you end up in these political circles brushing shoulders with big time donors and stuff like that. And some of them do have a billion dollars. They don't have private islands, the most expensive house in New York, the most expensive house in London, uh, entire counties uh, for a ranch in New Mexico. They don't have they don't have jets the size of Jeffrey Epstein. Where the hell did all this money from, come from? What was the product he was selling? Yeah, that's a critical question. I mean, it reminds you of the Bidens. What product are they selling to pull in all of this money? And so for Jeffrey Epstein, I mean, it's a lot more money than the Bidens. It's a billion dollars plus. And so he's yes. hanging around. I mean, I'm not going to uh, accuse anyone of pedophilia without evidence here, but he is hanging out with the richest, most powerful people in the world. Everyone knows that. People like Bill Gates and uh, actually Sergey Brin, the head of Google, uh, was was advised by Jeffrey Epstein. Leon Black of uh, Apollo Global Management, one of the most wealthy and powerful firms on Wall Street. Uh, Leslie Wexner, the head of Victoria's Secret, was like the seed angel investor, seed money investor in Jeffrey Epstein's uh, investment fund. And uh, he actually is the one who gave Epstein the most valuable property in Manhattan at one mm -hmm. point, the, the, the townhouse where... A lot of people visited it. Ahud Barak visited 30 times. And, uh, you know, all these people from all around the world, uh, you know, world leaders and ambassadors and, and many billionaires, that's who paid him. And the question, I mean, it's kind of the answer staring you in the face, but you can't accuse these people. Uh, they've all denied knowledge of any of Jeffrey Epstein's crimes. 
And so uh, that's where it comes back to the FBI. The FBI has the evidence uh, and J.P. Morgan has the evidence. So J.P. Morgan has paid dearly. Uh, it seems like Jelaine Maxwell will spend a considerable portion of the rest of her life in prison. Jeffrey Epstein was killed by Hillary in the cell when they flipped the cameras off. And uh, the only people who seem to have not actually paid in full have been the clients of Jeffrey Epstein. Well, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's that's the real travesty of justice here is because Jeffrey Epstein's gone. Ghislaine's locked away. Uh, but you've got all these people. I mean, it's the first time in history that someone's ind- indicted or, you know, charged and pled guilty to trafficking people to nobody. And it's the same thing with the bank transfers. I'll just keep going back to follow the money. Like you can't receive money from no one. There is another party on the other end of that transfer to Jeffrey Epstein, and we need to know those names. They need to be charged. Yeah, that's right. If there's an illegal arms deal, then you charge both both entities, right? There's the dealer, and then there's people buying, and the dealer wouldn't have any... The dealer needs a customer. The customer is also committing a crime. It's all illegal, and so you, you, you sanction both of them, or you... You blow both of them, you know, like you go after both of them militarily, depending on what the trade is. Even if it's just a drug deal, the using of the drugs is also illegal. The drug dealer has no, he has no business unless there's a user, right? And maybe he creates the user uh, through those practices. Either way, the user is a part of that transaction and deserves to also be charged in order to shut the entire thing down, Right. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, it, there's actually another Clinton connection here. I mean, when Bill Clinton was president, uh, it, his Department of Justice, it was Eric Holder, the deputy attorney general at the time, came out. He basically set it up so that all of the big fish will never fry, uh, whether it's this or other huge scandals. If you wonder why the big fish never seem to get caught, they never seem to fry, it's because Eric Holder, when he was in the Uh, President Clinton administration, he drafted this memo that reigns supreme at DOJ to this day. It's called the Collateral Consequences Memo. And this memo, I mean, it cannot be overstated how bad this thing is. What it basically said, and it's the policy at the Justice Department, is if the collateral consequences, if the the consequences of prosecuting someone uh, have big ripple effects and it can take down the system. I mean, you were talking about it earlier. The whole system, this could bring down the whole system. And so the collateral consequences memo that Eric Holder drafted uh, says that if the, the consequences could bring down the system, it's best not to prosecute. And so you can bet that that memo is actually what prevents the DOJ in a lot of ways saying, well, it's actually best that we sweep this under the rug. We'll give immunity agreements. You see this uh, like when Hillary Clinton's emails come out and uh, all of her staff have to testify against her. They give them immunity agreements and everybody gets hit with an immunity agreement. And so the DOJ and the FBI, they find out what's going on. They gain the control and the leverage over people, but then they never prosecute. And so that memo needs to be thrown out uh, so that we can really bring down the system in a lot of ways. The corrupt, rotten, decaying system. I've heard I've heard of this. It's up on it's up on screen right now. Um, I've 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 heard of this. I need to go in harder on this memo. You're exactly right. Like what? So this was written during the Clinton era by Eric Holder. Remarkable. And then this, of course, uh, applies to the Bidens. This, of course, applies to, to. So the elites can do whatever they want. This is this literally is the protection of the elites and they go after Donald Trump for literally not recycling his soda pop can as a can of Diet Coke because he's not one of them. He didn't engage 
in these immoral practices, he wasn't part of the club. He helped put, he's the only guy who put Jeffrey Epstein in prison, right? He like helped the lawyer to put him in jail. And so that's why they go, there's no collateral consequences for going after Trump. That's what you can deduce from this. Yeah, exactly right. It's basically during the Clinton administration, they wrote a perpetual, endless, get out of jail free card for themselves with no expiration date. And yeah, I mean, Donald Trump is a threat to the system. So he must be prosecuted. He must yes. be taken out. Wow. He's like a, like a virus and the entire system is uh, an immunity system. Uh, you know, it's like an immune system attacking mm -hmm. the virus, uh, mm -hmm. not to call Donald Trump a virus, but, uh, you know, it works like that. They are all from the media to Hollywood to corporate America to both parties, they are attacking him with like relentless force because he's a threat to their system. Incredible. Control oligarchs, ladies and gentlemen. Control oligarchs is the book. Uh, you should go pick up a copy today. It's uh, spectacular. We have the link actually for the book right now. You can find it at controloligarchsbook.com uh, and kind of exposes uh, the real power structures in the nation um, that deserve to fall and deserve to collapse and could be brought down by a scandal like this. <laughs> if they hadn't have written their own immunity into the law, what? how asleep <laughs> is this country? How asleep are we that we allow them to do something like this? It's so insulting. It's so insulting to us, the rest of us. So insulting to our founders who never intended this to happen. Uh, thank you, Seamus. Godspeed. Yeah, God bless you, Betty. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we certainly pray that you had a spectacular Christmas, that you had yourself a um, merry and happy uh, new year. Uh, this new year did bring with it some um, kind of chilling and shocking uh, revelations. Uh, right at the tick of New Year, the um, uh, the American debt ticked to thirty four trillion dollars. <laughs> Just added another trillion uh, in a couple of months. Please remember that the sick elites that were flying on Jeffrey Epstein's plane to the island, those are the same people that create monetary policy for this country. They are an immoral lot. You should consider investing in gold. You should consider investing in something that's not the American dollar. Just hedging a little bit, okay? Because the system does seem like it's on the verge of collapse. Your savings and your retirement are in serious trouble. Don't risk it. Secure your retirement with Allegiance Gold. You can prefer physical or silver in physical form, or you can protect your IRA or 401k with a gold-backed IRA or 401k. They've earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry. Allegiance Gold is who I trust. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our official Monday Gunday segment. Let's go. Seem to be a uh, it does seem to be a, a time for us to start the year uh, on a happy note. I certainly I certainly don't want to spend the entire the entire show dooming and glooming. On Monday, a California law banning firearms in public places was blocked once again as it violates the Second Amendment. This is one of the uh, one of many uh, victories for the Second Amendment. Uh, possibly the best written constitutional amendment because it continues to fall. In fact, gun rights continue to expand 
uh, at a blistering pace across the nation. 25 states have limitless open carry. Incredible, permitless open carry. The way it was intended. You wonder why this nation hasn't been completely conquered by the oligarchs. And uh, the Second Amendment is, of course, why. A new California law that bans people from carrying firearms in most public places was once again blocked from taking effect on Saturday. Court case challenging it continues. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals panel dissolved a temporary hold on the lower court's injunction blocking the law. The hold was issued by a different Ninth Circuit panel and had allowed the law to go into effect on January 1st. Saturday's decision keeps the keeps in place uh, by dis- keeps in place a December 20th ruling by the U.S. District Judge Cormac Carney blocking the law. The law was, of course, signed by Gavin Newsom, one of the evil and more um, uh, uh, more mendacious members of this global elite that so desperately, uh, desperately wants to be in control and wants to be in charge. And how bad are the people who are in charge? How embarrassing are they at this point? Um, we have a official salt. We have an official salt that lib moment for you. The first of the year, very special. Uh, we would never, we would never start the year without salting a a lib. It's very important uh, tradition on this show, and we are all about tradition, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the the horrifying, emotional. Celebration of the official Fed surrection happened just days ago. I don't know if you celebrate, but we certainly do on this program. Fed surrection, a very important day uh, in American history, a day, of course, when uh, the American government decided that you are the enemy and that they will do anything to jail you. They will do anything. The our, our, our elites will do anything to put innocent Americans into prison. They're losing the plot on this moment. The Fed's direction is, of course, uh, a canonized moment in the new leftist religion, a godless religion that worships only themselves. This is like a, a Reichstag fire for these people. It must be a story that is told through only their lens. And any evidence to the contrary uh, must be immediately destroyed. But, of course, they're losing that battle. And so what do they do when, they're, when they lose a battle? They launch into hysteronics. They begin to sob and weep, cry on TV. And so what does that bring us? Ladies and gentlemen, it brings us humiliating, cortisol raging, uh, absolute, pure sodium from the heavens, saltiest moment I've ever seen, literally crying on TV, an MSNBC journalist, activist, uh, deciding to rub onions in his tissues and jam them into his eyes and cries, uh, on live TV over January 6th, cries. Ladies and gentlemen, never seen a more appropriate salt that lib clip. Please join me in throwing up salt shakers in the comment section to salt this hysterical lib. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, Thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. <laughs> we're crying because we were only able 
to murder one Trump supporter on January 6th. We wanted to murder so many more. We killed her in cold blood. Her name was Ashley Babbitt. It was a summary execution by our federal government, and we've been able to then go execute, uh, metaphorically, thousands of innocent Americans' lives by putting them in prison summarily for simply parading around the Capitol building. And now they're going after the people who are just standing outside of the Capitol building peacefully without any signage saying you can't do that. That was the next announcement that happened. And so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when they've finally lost the plot. It's a very good thing. In fact, Hillary Clinton tweeted a uh, screenshot of Kamala Harris, uh, a Kamala Harris tweet. I thought that this is amazing. Like, you got to see it. It's totally worth it's totally worth the, the wait. ALX is really quick. We'll grab that up. Um, uh, Kamala Harris, the person who funded, who funded and bankrolled the actual terrorist organization that destroyed the city of Minneapolis and many other cities and murdered and rampaged through the streets. Kamala Harris should go to jail for the rest of her life for this. Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton, people who engage in actual insurrection by definition against the country, uh, having to promote this. Really, really amazing. This is how you know the desperation has set in. Kamala Harris, a mob violently attacked the Capitol on January 6th using brutal force and fear to try and overturn the results of a free fair election. Trump and his extremists try to lead, mislead, and gaslight by claiming it was peaceful protest. Let me win the meeting. They wouldn't have to tweet this if they weren't so scared. Hillary Clinton, don't let Trump and his cronies make you disbelieve your own eyes and ears. Oh, really? Why don't I, I don't disbelieve my eyes and ears, Hillary? No, I'm I'm perfectly happy to live inside of hard facts and evidence, like the evidence of your husband, 26 times on the Lolita Express, flying down to Little St. James. And the documentary evidence inside of these filings that your husband is a predator and had dinner with multiple underage girls, and that your husband killed all these news stories. Before you were able to literally kill the news story of Jeffrey Epstein, if you know what I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, let us begin the new year with the word of God. The verse of the day, something that we always do on this program, at the end of every single program. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1.7. Power, love, self-control. These are the elements that we carry into our new year, our new year of strength and strengthening. That is the going to be the vibe and of this show and this program and what we do. Uh, look, look, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lord in this year. It will be a crazy year. Keep your head on a swivel. Uh, we certainly will. And we'll be there for you. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.